0: Good morning. Today's readings, as Paul has said, is from John 6, chapter, chapter 6, verses 1 to 13. Jesus feeds the 5,000. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee. That is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing those who were ill. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples, the Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only as a test, for already he had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one of these to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how will they go among so many? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning, everyone. It's a joy to be part of Cap Sunday, although sadly... Not in person, but like so many, joining from home. I've never very, been very good at maths. My school report just before my O-level said if the question suits him, he might just pass. That pretty much sums up my education right there. Are you any good at multiplication? 36 times 12, anybody? No calculators? Well, 432 is the answer, but more importantly, God is in the multiplication business, and that's our theme today, God's multiplication. Joe started us on this passage last week, thinking about doing what we can. And today we look at how God multiplies what we do. Imagine that little boy, dumbstruck as his five loaves and two fish feed five thousand men. This isn't sexist. This is how Jewish families were counted. 5,000 families could be 20,000 people. So let's learn God's multiplication lesson. It starts with the impossible. That's the discussion that Philip and Andrew are having with Jesus. Jesus, it's impossible. Send them away. Most situations with God start with impossible. Impossible is how miracles happen. Impossible is how faith grows. Just because it's impossible, that's no excuse. Moses freed the Israelite slaves. That was impossible. Joshua collapsed the walls of Jericho. That was impossible. And David felled Goliath. That was impossible. Every command of God seems impossible. Jesus told the lame man to walk. He told dead Lazarus, come forth. Hudson Taylor The pioneer missionary to China said, there are three stages in any work attempted for God. Impossible, difficult, done. Impossible, difficult, done. So impossible might just be stage one of the process. This is how we know it's not us and God gets the glory. In impossible situations, we are destined to fail and it forces us to depend on him. When the miracle comes, he gets the credit. When we're faced with the impossible, we find out what we really believe. So faced with 20,000 hungry mouths to feed, what does Jesus do? He turns to his disciples and he says, you give them something. Why treat the disciples like this? Isn't this a bit harsh? It's because we read that Jesus already had in mind what he wanted to do. This is a lesson in faith. Your impossible situation isn't God turning his back, it's your lesson in faith. You do it is what Jesus says to us. So who fed the five thousand? Well the disciples. They found the boy. They organized the people to sit in groups. They were the ones who distributed the food until everyone had their fill. They were the one who collected twelve baskets of leftovers. So who fed the 5,000? The disciples. But God multiplied their efforts. And when God asks us to do something, he will also supply what we need. We know his promises about being a good father and not giving us a scorpion when we ask for bread. And in John 14 verse 12 we read, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask anything in my name, and I will do it. God promises to supply what we need, to do his will. So what we learn is that God starts with impossible, asks us to do something... And then multiplies the result to his glory. So how does this relate to us on Cap Sunday? Around us are people in need, people without hope. Many have lost their solid ground, suffering loss, loss of loved ones, loss of income, loss of well-being. Many are hurting, hurting emotionally, physically, spiritually. We may look at the tide of need and say, it's impossible, it's overwhelming. And like the disciples, we might even pray, Lord, make these problems go away. And what is God's answer? You do something. What can I do? It's not my gifting. I don't know where to start. I don't have anything to give. And after we've protested, God comes back with the same reply you do something and when you do it i will multiply it god isn't after your resources or your ability he'll take care of that he's after your willingness you do something we know those verses that where he says he takes the foolish to confound the wise and he puts treasure in earthen jars it's not special people he wants but you god wants you He wants your willingness and then he'll multiply it. Lastly, God multiplied the loaves and fishes and God will make something big out of the small things that you do. Cat ministry exemplifies this. The small we do, God makes big for our clients. I've been bowled over by some of the client responses to our school project food deliveries. Clients I delivered to were almost lost for words with gratitude. Others have burst into tears. It's a big thing for Leila to organise. But for us who deliver, it's a small thing. For the recipient, the person who gets these food deliveries, it becomes huge. A phone call is a small thing. One of our cat befrienders has been making phone calls on behalf of their client. The client is not British and their daughter is not in school due to confusion in the admission system. Those phone calls got her a school place starting this week. A few phone calls by a befriender is a small thing, but the future of a child's education is huge. A small thing for us, a big thing for them. Out of our small, God makes big. Do you remember the story of thousands of starfish washed up on the beach? A little boy was picking up the starfish one by one and putting them back into the sea. And a passerby, looking at the size of the problem, disparagingly said, You're not going to make much of a difference. But as the boy put the starfish, one starfish into the sea, he replied, I made a difference to that one. And God calls us to make a difference one by one a card a phone call flowers coffee a meal small for you but god multiplies and it's big for the recipient a cat food donation left on paul's doorstep doesn't say to the recipient they've got spare beans it says someone cares someone loves me it's god loves it's god's love that motivated your response small to you God multiplies and it's big to them. Anita has challenged us to give our testimony of what God has been doing on our front lines. And so on Tuesday's bread for today, I'm going to tell you of a lockdown experience I've had, where God has taken what could have been a well-meaning but colossal mistake and turned it into something that could change the lives of hundreds of people right across the country multiplication that could only come from him. So I'll speak about that on Bread for Today on Tuesday. So what about you? Is there a reason for you not to be part of God's multiplication economy? Or are you, like every other disciple, called by God to be willing to do what you can, even in impossible situations? Situations where, when you are willing, God multiplies your efforts. Challenge yourself. Take a step of faith this week, something small, maybe even something impossible, and see God multiply your willingness. This is how you will grow. This is how others will be blessed. And this is how glory will be given to our unfailing God. Lord, come, change our love from a spark to a flame. Amen.